Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. I personally was going through a tough time and decided to sign up for BetterHelp just to reach out to somebody and really talk through the problems that I was dealing with. And the therapist that I was matched with immediately made me feel hurt and helped me resolve some of the issues that I was dealing with at the time. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy, and that way BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether that's via phone, text, chat, video call, whatever you feel comfortable with. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at any time with no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Collective Delusion. That's BetterHelp.com slash Collective Delusion. And guys, that link will also be in the description of this episode, so make sure to scroll down and check that out. Thanks, BetterHelp. Hi, guys. How are you? Welcome or welcome back to Collective Delusion. My name is Vanessa Casada. If you don't know me, I'm the host. So this week, I want to do more of like a conversational episode. I feel like I come on here a lot and just like give advice and give tips and talk about like my personal experiences and stuff, which is great. I love doing that and it's really helpful. And, you know, you guys have told me like my advice helps you and stuff. I love that. That's amazing. Makes me feel so great. But I also personally like as a consumer, I love listening to podcasts that are kind of like conversation based either like two people having a conversation or just one person like introducing a topic and talking about it in kind of a conversation format. So while you're listening, you can kind of feel like you're having a conversation with that person. I don't know. That's really interesting to me. So I've kind of been trying to think of topics that will flow in more of a conversation style. Um, So I'm kind of thinking of things like topics based on like analyzing human behavior because I personally love psychology. I love like understanding people's minds, why people do the things that they do. That kind of thing is so interesting to me. So I love that, but I also think it is more like engaging and more exciting to talk about like things that we're all going through or things that like I notice about society, certain lifestyles, certain trends, like just different things. So I'm definitely going to be making more episodes like this, but I kind of wanted to do this first like conversational style episode with the topic of entitlement. Why do people feel entitled? So that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's first start out with what it means to be entitled. So to be entitled is to feel like you deserve something without giving anything in return or to expect more than you've earned. Or it can even just be thinking that rules don't apply to you. It's basically just the belief that you should receive special treatment because of who you are, regardless of your actions. And while I was looking into this topic, what kept coming up was narcissism because entitlement is a narcissistic personality trait. 
but I think it kind of ties in with narcissism because to be entitled is to think of yourself above others. You believe you're more deserving than others, which fuels the belief that you should receive greater benefits or better treatment than others. So now going back to the original question, why do people feel entitled? First, I would say it has something to do with privilege. I think people who grow up with a sense of privilege, you know, like having things that others don't, whether it's money, connections, luxury items, opportunities, whatever it is, people who grow up with that abundance might feel like they deserve more than others because that's just what they're used to. And I was actually reading through some studies on this, and it's actually been proven that people in higher classes feel more entitlement than someone who worked their way up from a lower social class. The people in these higher classes naturally see themselves as more deserving than others because of their possessions, experiences, resources, the things like that that other people don't have. And they even see themselves above others, as in like having an actual greater worth than somebody else. And I think this is just because the class that you're born into really does shape the way that you see the world and how you see your place in the world. So growing up surrounded by this lifestyle and people who are so wealthy and have all of these things, it seems normal. Like to a child, like someone who grew up in this environment, that is their reality. That is normalcy to them. Everything that they see, that is in their eyes, that's just their life. And so, like, if people don't have exposure to uh, less wealthy communities or just people who have less, then they don't really see a problem with the abundance that they have or their attitude towards it. But this can definitely change as people get older because, you know, the more experiences and the more environments that people indulge themselves in, the more people they meet, the more cultured they get people start to learn, you know, there's different types of people, there's different lifestyles, there's different ways of living. Exposing yourself to those different backgrounds and upbringings can reduce your feelings of entitlement. You start to realize that, you know, somebody in a lower class is not that different than somebody in a higher class and that we're all just human. But I also want to say that it's not always the super rich people or the super high class people that are entitled. I think entitlement can also exist in lower classes, in poorer communities, because sometimes people who have a lack of abundance, you know, like they don't have as many opportunities, experiences, resources, they might feel entitled to the help of other people, especially the help of wealthier people because of their lack. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, nobody owes you anything. We're not entitled to anybody's help. So I do think it can really go both ways. I don't think it's just, like, rich people who are super entitled. I think lower class people can be entitled as well. But I also want to mention confidence in this conversation because at first I kind of thought, well, you know, confidence takes a sense of entitlement, right? Like to be confident, you believe that you deserve to take up space. You believe that you deserve to be in any room because you're confident in who you are, your capabilities, maybe your talent, whatever it is, you feel deserving in some way. So I kind of thought like, does that connect to entitlement? Does that take a sense of entitlement to feel confidence? But through like researching and reading different things, I kind of discovered that confidence and entitlement are just two completely different things. Confidence is basically believing in what you're capable of doing, while entitlement is feeling like you're owed something without having to earn it. 
So someone who is confident might feel like they deserve the lead role in a play, but they know that they have to work for that spot. They know they have to audition. They know that they have to practice their lines and represent themselves as a good actor to get this role in the play. But they're confident that they're going to get this role. They're like, I got this. I'm so capable of this. Like, I can definitely do this. But somebody who's entitled might think, oh, well, I deserve the lead role in the play because I'm always, I always have a role in the play. So it's about time that I get the lead. Like I'm always in every play. I should be the lead at this point. That's entitlement because you don't think you have to work for it. You just feel like you're owed that role. I also read a really interesting perspective of someone saying that confidence is personal while entitlement is positional. That basically means that someone can be confident because of their personal traits or their perception, but someone might feel entitled because of their external status or their perceived status of some sort. So someone might feel confident because of, you know, their capabilities, their talents, what they're able to bring to the table, even their perspective on life or a situation. But someone might feel entitled because of who they are or what they own or their place in society. So let me give you another example. Like, for example, let's specifically talk about jobs. So let's say you work in an office and your boss comes in one day to the main area where everybody works. I don't even know. Um, And they're like, hey, just so you guys know, a raise is going to be going out this next week. Um, I'm going to be choosing one of you guys to give a raise. And this is a hypothetical situation. So, you know, I don't know if a lot of people's bosses will just announce like, hey, I'm going to get a raise. But they might say it to like put a fire under your ass, make people work harder, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, your boss announces this and you're like, wow, like I'm confident that I'm going to get this raise. Like, I really think that I'm the one who's going to get this raise because I've been putting in so many extra hours. I've been working so much harder. I've been helping people out on their work. I've really been a team player. I just feel confident that I'm going to be the one who gets this raise. And then somebody next to you might be like, oh, I'm going to get this raise because I've worked here the longest. Like, who else would you give a raise to when I've been here the longest? That person feels entitled to the raise because they worked there the longest. That's not a real reason. They didn't do any work to show up for that raise. They're not working harder. They're not trying to prove themselves. They're just, I deserve this raise. I'm owed this raise. About time I should have got this raise because, you know, I worked here the longest. (laughs) As you can see, there's like two completely different perspectives on that where somebody's confident and somebody's entitled. So going back to narcissism, this kind of made me wonder if it's narcissistic to be confident, which I think my mind was just going everywhere because now saying that I'm like, oh, I don't really think so. Like, you know, confidence and narcissism are different things. I think that sometimes narcissistic people can be very confident in their narcissism, but that doesn't mean that everyone who's confident is a narcissist. Because when it comes down to it, narcissism is really just about seeing yourself above others, like kind of having a God complex. Confidence is just about, you know, believing in yourself, believing you're capable of things. But when you're confident, you're still able to support other people. I think that actually shows true confidence is when somebody is so confident in their own abilities that they're able to support other people in the same thing. So going back to the job example with the raise, You might be like, oh, I'm so confident I'm going to get this raise, you know, like I was saying, because the extra hours, the work you've been putting in, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, you have that entitled coworker who's like, oh, I just deserve it. 
And then you have your other coworker who's, you know, you're just your friend. They do great work too, blah, blah, blah. They just work next to you. That friend is like, oh, that'd be great. Like, I would love a raise, you know? Who wouldn't love a raise? Somebody who's truly confident can still sit there and tell their friend, right? Wouldn't that be great? Like, I hope it's one of us, you know? Like, I hope you get a raise or I get a raise. Like, they're still able to, like, support somebody else. They're still able to see the good in them, you know? Like... I just think that's true confidence when somebody can feel so confident in themselves that they can still support other people because they're like, you know what, whatever happens, happens. Whoever really deserves it is going to get it. So that's why I'm saying I don't think it has to do with narcissism because somebody who's narcissistic wouldn't support somebody else being excited about the race. They would just be like, well, obviously it's not going to be you. <laughs> you know, like they'd be more bitter about it and more like looking down on that person. Like, well, you're not going to get it because I'm better than you. So if anything, I'd get it that's not confidence that's narcissism but with everything that i was reading and you know researching about entitlement and why people feel entitled all of that stuff the psychology behind it it kind of came down to one thing which is childhood development it's actually interesting because when we're younger we are programmed to be a little bit entitled you know like you tell a kid that they are so special they are so unique there is nobody like them they are amazing and they could even be a superhero they could be a princess they could be anything they want to so young kids generally have a lot of confidence and they might even have you know a little sense of entitlement like one day they'll just be a princess you know they're not thinking about the steps to get there what it takes you know like they're just like entitled to their dream but then you know as we grow up we're taught much more about how you know not only that we're special but everybody else is special in their own ways too we're also equal to our peers we have to respect other people's wants and needs other people are deserving of great things as well you know we start to learn these things as we get older we naturally pick some of these things up just by um natural like instincts and just being able to like read the room being observant all of that stuff but also like we're taught this by our teachers and our parents and adult figures in our lives and to learn these lessons i think that really is crucial to have a healthy adult figure in your life because that adult figure is supposed to teach you right from wrong so i think this is the point where things get a little hasty i don't know if hasty is the right word i honestly just said that things are getting a little i don't know like we're basically at the point where you're in a tunnel and the road is splitting and you could go left, you could go right. At that point, I think if a child doesn't have a healthy adult figure who can teach them things like sharing, patience, waiting your turn, putting your wants and needs aside for others, understanding how your actions and beliefs affect other people, I think if you don't have someone to teach you all those things, that child might continue to grow up to believe that they're more special and more deserving than others as they get older. And that might not always be the case, you know, like I think some people do have a little bit of a more rough childhood. They maybe don't even have like a solid adult figure who like is consistent in their life. I don't think every child who doesn't have a consistent adult figure in their life turns out to be a super entitled person or even like narcissistic person. I don't think that, but I think that definitely helps avoid feelings of entitlement. But like I said, you can also be like a super hyper vigilant person or a very observant person and you just naturally start to pick things up. You start to 
read the room a little bit as you get older and you start to understand things like, you know, other people have needs too. Um, The world doesn't revolve around you. (laughs) I think that you can learn those things on your own. But I think the environment and the people that you surround yourself with plays a big role in whether or not that means something to you. So it is important to surround yourself with good people, people who have good morals and people who respect others, people who know that you have to work for things. I don't know, just because I think that you could be taught those things, but I think if you continue to surround yourself with other people who feel entitled or feel like they're above others, you might start to fall into that and think that way as well. But this is really interesting to me because, you know, it makes sense that it all starts with childhood development and the ideas that you're first taught when you're super young. That does help to build your moral compass. But it's so interesting to me how some people will remain entitled and grow up that way while other people maybe learn entitlement when they're young or feel entitled when they're super young but they grow up to be on the complete opposite side of the spectrum and they're excessively empathetic they're overly compassionate they're just willing to put themselves last in order to help somebody else it's so interesting to me how like people can be on the complete opposite side of the spectrum and like psychology is so interesting to me because i'm like yes there's certain factors that fall into these things and these habits and patterns and ways people live or their perceptions of life and themselves but there's i feel like in psychology there's an exception for everything like i feel like there's still a chance or there's still that one person who despite all of these things that taught them right from wrong they still chose the wrong path or they still act this way act entitled act better than other people look down on other people like truly to their core perceive other people as less than themselves like it's just so crazy to me i don't know i hate to be that person that's like i'm an empath (laughs) that's so annoying but i do truly see myself as someone who's empathetic and very compassionate i feel like my moral compass is literally so sensitive like i feel guilt about the dumbest shit it's just crazy like to think about how my brain is wired and how like you know of course i would help people where i'd be like so much more willing to help someone than somebody else might be it's so interesting to me like how that other person lives with themselves and how they look themselves in the mirror and how they perceive themselves with these actions not necessarily that like you have to bend over backwards for people and that if you don't you're a horrible person But it's so interesting to me how, like, people fly by these feelings of, like, shame and guilt. And I'm over here, like, stepping on an ant and being like, oh my god, I just killed the ecosystem of this park. Like, (laughs) you know, like, it's just so interesting to me how different people's brains are wired and how people think. But yeah, that's humans for you. We're all so different. We're all, like, I think it's just, like, how individual our experiences are. I mean, I think we go through so many more similar things than we even realize. Honestly, like I hate to say this, but TikTok has made me realize that, that like I feel like I've never actually had an individual experience because anything that I feel like only I went through, I go on TikTok and see like a relatable post about it that has 2 million views and I'm like, so y'all all went through this too? Y'all all felt this? Like, goddamn, like I didn't know. Like I feel like a lot of people have that realization through social media and connecting with people online that like we're all so similar and we go through such similar things even if we grow up in like different environments different types of households different families whatever it is we still experience such similar things so that's crazy but I know like everyone still has individual experiences and things that 
you know, like the certain things that people go through in their life and like the timing of it and who they are and their perceptions at that point in time. Like it all affects how we see things, how we think, everything. Like it's just, I could talk about this for three hours, but basically repeating myself and talking in circles because I feel like all I'm saying is this is just so crazy. I mean, (laughs) no, but psychology really just blows my mind. It's crazy to me how similar we are, yet how we're so fucking different. That's what I'm trying to say. But I think it's just safe to say that the world is just full of givers and takers. Some people like to give, 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 give. Some people just take, 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 and they never think to give. And same way with the givers, like some givers genuinely never feel like they deserve something back or like they need anything back. They're just willing to give. They give out of the kindness of their heart, whether or not they're going to get something in return. And that's kind of what I was talking about, like about the two... There's obviously not two types of people in the world, (laughs) but you know, like the giver and takers of it all, like people who are just so selfless and then the people who just don't even think to like show you appreciation or anything for your help. They just take (laughs) and then they might even expect more. If you give some people an inch, they'll take a mile. So I want to give some examples of entitlement too, just because I'm a super visual person. I'm, I love examples. I need like the picture to be painted. So I'm just going to really paint the picture for you. All right. First on the list, (laughs) you offer to help somebody move and they're like, yeah, great. Thank you so much. And then you show up and they're, they ask you to do the heavy lifting. They ask you to do the driving. They ask you to pay for lunch. That is someone who is entitled. They saw that you were willing to help them and they took advantage of your help. They took advantage of you as much as they possibly could. They're like, perfect, somebody's gonna help me. Now I can have them do the things that I don't wanna do. I can have them, you know, buy the food that I don't really wanna pay for. Like they're just taking and taking and taking because you offered to do one thing for them. Next up, cutting a line because you don't wanna wait. That's kind of self-explanatory, but you just, you feel so entitled that you don't even notice the line of people waiting. The literal humans that are waiting there, their time, it's basically just inconsiderate. Like, you're not considering how long the people have been there. How they don't want to wait either. You just saw this line, didn't want to wait, and you cut because you felt like you deserved to. You know, you felt like you didn't deserve to wait at the end of the line. You don't deserve the fair chance that everybody else gets, you know, getting to this line at the time that they got to the line at, you know, like if you had come earlier, you would be in a better place in the line, but you're so entitled that you think you could just show up whenever and skip the line, like disrespectful. Next up, being offered a free drink and then asking for a free refill. It's basically just not appreciating what you already got, you know, like you were offered a free drink. That's so great, you know? You took that free drink and then you felt like you were entitled to a free refill because you got that drink. Like that, honestly, at that point, it's not only entitlement, it's being greedy. Appreciate what you got. Don't expect more. That's another example of like you gave somebody an inch. They were ready to take that motherfucking mile. Next we have, (laughs) I'm reading these so intensely. I'm like, next up. No, but next is demanding to be seated at a restaurant before others who have been waiting. This one irks me. As somebody who has been working in the restaurant industry, I mean, I've worked there for a couple years, definitely not consecutive years, but I've worked in the restaurant industry, customer service for so long, and I have seen this so many times. 
so many times it's like it's like those people who um like they see a line at the front of the restaurant and so they they walk past the line and they sit at a dirty table that you know the table's empty nobody's there because people just left but they're sitting at a dirty table being like hey can you have somebody clean this can you can you get somebody to clean this like we've been sitting here and it's like first of all nobody knows that you were not the people that were originally there nobody's paying that much fucking attention second of all like you only did that because you knew you would have to wait if you fucking went to the host like i don't know it's just like you're obviously like not getting the cues of like human decency like just read the room like read the room like that is just thinking that you're so special above others that kind of entitlement bothers me so much because it's just like you have no respect for the other people here like it's literally like the same thing as like cutting the line you know these people are waiting these people are hungry too like these people got here before you if anything they're more entitled to the next table it's kind of ridiculous i think those people just like think they're so special they can do whatever they want but you know we are in a society guys we are (laughs) you gotta respect the people around you like doesn't work if you don't anyways this that one just hit home you could tell probably (laughs) oh my god this next one is funny this one's hitting home too i'm just gonna admit it like i'm literally talking about personal experiences (laughs) letting your kids run around a work environment because they're having fun even though it's disturbing others all right this one's similar like this is like you know having your kids run around a restaurant like are you kidding me like other people are paying to eat here to have a good experience at this restaurant and you're letting your kid run screaming next to them people are also trying to work i think that this stems from obviously like the parents entitlement like it's not really the kid's problem or the kid's fault that they're running around because you know the parents are letting them the parents aren't yelling at them the parents maybe even told them hey go run around so it's it's really stemming from the parents entitlement of like not considering how it's going to affect other people how it's going to affect the work environment how it's going to disturb people trying to concentrate or maybe even just people trying to enjoy themselves it's very selfish and it's very much just like oh well they can do whatever they want either like i'm paying to be here or like i work here or something like they have a sense of like no like i should be able to do this i deserve to do this but it's like yeah that might be the case i'll give you that that might be the case you might deserve it you might feel like you should get that treatment but that doesn't mean that you will (laughs) there's reasons why you can't do those things you know like let's go back to our younger years let's get a little nostalgic here you know how when you're in class let's say fifth grade you bring out your oreos you're like fuck i'm so excited to eat these oreos i've literally been thinking about them all day i have three oreos and i'm gonna gobble them up and then your teacher looks over at you and is like hey is that a snack i see and you're like, yeah, just like my Oreos. And they're like, do you have enough to share with the class? And you're like, I have three. <laughs> and they're like, put it away. Like, if you don't have enough to share with the class, you can't eat that. Like, that might be a little extreme because like, you know, kids should have snacks and whatever. But like, it's along the same lines as like, everybody doesn't get to do that. So why do you, you know, like you don't get special treatment. You're the same as everybody here. So if in this work environment, everybody brought their kids and let them run around would anybody be able to work you know like everybody can't do that so why do you think that you should be able to 
interesting stuff guys so from everything i just said i think it's just important to note that some people have no regard for how their actions affect others or how what they're doing is like singling themselves out and like expecting special treatment and that there's just some people who will show you appreciation for the things that you do to help them and then there's other people who will just expect more if you help them a little bit this is just all very interesting to me like entitlement is just its own way of thinking and the justification behind it is really what gets me i think overall people feel entitled for many reasons you know you can't really pinpoint it to one but it could be because of how they're raised and the beliefs of the environment that they grow up in it could be because of their privilege or even their lack of privilege maybe just simply their lack of respect for others like i said could be narcissistic tendencies just simply viewing yourself as a more worthy person of others like you genuinely see yourself special and like you should get better treatment than others because of who you are i think there really are many reasons and many factors because like i said you could say you know like it's all about childhood development and the way that they're raised and the environment that they're in and everything but i would argue that people who also grow up in really healthy environments and are taught all these values and morals and to respect other people see yourself as equal to everyone you know those people have other factors in their lives that then make them become entitled or you know maybe they are a self-made millionaire and all of a sudden they feel entitled to so many more things or you know like there's certain things that people can experience later in life that can shift their whole perspective on life and the whole way that they act their beliefs their morals everything and i think money is a huge example of that you know like you see it all the time like our fucking judicial system give them a check and they'll say anything bitch like fuck <laughs> anyways um but yeah like money changes people it can change uh the way that they feel about what they deserve so i think it is hard i think overall you can't really pinpoint it to one thing there's many different factors many different reasons um and it can come at many different times in your life so it's interesting it's also interesting how like someone justifies that as an adult you know like maybe growing up with really healthy morals and values and then as an adult justifying your own entitlement it's crazy but the last thing i kind of want to go into is the difference between someone feeling like you owe them something without them offering anything for you in return and someone who would naturally do things for you because you offered to help them or showed them some kind of consideration or compassion and i think the difference between those two things is one is entitlement and one is gratitude that sentence might have sounded a little confusing so i'll give an example just to kind of make it more clear <laughs> but for example let's say you offer to have your friends stay at your house for a week whatever is happening their house is un under construction some shit some shit's going on they need to stay somewhere for a week you're like, I got you. You don't got to rent a hotel. That's expensive. Stay at my house. And you know, they're like, great. That works out great. Thank you. So they stay at your house and they eat all your food in your fridge. They borrow your car and they leave it empty. They use all the gas. They just don't even bother to replace the things that they used. That is entitlement. You offered to let them stay and they felt entitled to using your things. And there was no part of them that thought, hey, maybe I should do something to replace this or, you know, help them out. Or maybe I should show them I appreciate them in some way. They had no thought of that. They just felt entitled to use your stuff because you're letting them stay. You know, if, they're, if you're letting me stay at your house, you know, why can't I eat your food in your fridge? Entitlement. 
but let's use the same scenario and a different kind of person so you offer to allow your friend to stay at your house for a week you're like come crash she's like great thank you so much that's so helpful and then she eats your food in your fridge but she immediately buys groceries and refills your fridge she borrows your car but she brings it back with an entire full tank and while she's staying there you know she offers to walk your dog this kind of person shows you appreciation and offers something in return for your help that is gratitude that is somebody you know being so appreciative that you're helping them out you're letting them stay at your house yeah they might eat some of your food or use a little bit of your gas but they didn't feel entitled to it they didn't feel like that was theirs so they knew they had to replace it they knew they had to you know give back what they took even if you were letting them you were like hey you can borrow my car or whatever and you didn't mention anything about gas they took it upon themselves to refill your tank because they knew like oh, well, this isn't my car, you know, like this person's helping me out. I, I should really fill their tank so that when they get in their car, they don't have to go to the gas station immediately. They can go to where they need to go. That person just has way more thought behind their actions. And, you know, even like I said, they might offer an extra thing like, hey, I can walk your dog. Like they try to help you out in some way. They kind of feel like they should kind of exchange this help in some way. So they're doing these things to not only show you appreciation, but to give kind of an exchange of like, hey, I can't do much for you right now. Like, I know I'm staying at your place, but this is what I can do. This is where I can help. You know, even if you can't afford to like fully restock their groceries, like I said, even just pitching in or like offering to walk their dog, offering to clean all the dishes, whatever it is, like anything can show a little bit more appreciation just to show that like you don't feel like you're entitled to all their things or whatever. It really is the little things that go a long way. So to wrap this all up, just you know at the end of the day we're all human we're all equal no matter what class we're in no matter what our occupation is how we present ourselves we're all equal we all deserve the same treatment the same respect the same things as everybody else you know like no one should get better treatment than another because the life path or like the occupation that you decide to take should not be based on like how you're treated socially for having that occupation. It's like, I wanna be a doctor because I wanna help people, or I wanna be an artist because I love expressing my creativity. It's not like the doctor is a better person than the artist because they make more money, or even vice versa. We all deserve the same respect and the same treatment at the end of the day. And I think what truly separates us is our ability to show appreciation for things that others do for us, rather than taking or expecting more than what was offered to us. But this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was honestly really fun for me. I really enjoyed this like more conversational style episode. I still like to do the other styles of like giving advice, giving tips, all of that. But it is fun for me to kind of switch it up sometimes and just like have a conversation, just kind of like talk about a topic. And I hope that it was fun and engaging for you. I hope you felt like you were sitting here having a conversation with me. You know, of course, you can always put your thoughts and comments in the description or wherever you want you know if you're watching on youtube comment if you want to dm me about something i said and talk about it <laughs> feel free to i'm always down to continue to have the conversation or even just like hear your perspectives on it so always feel free to share how you're feeling and what you're thinking i know like for me when i'm listening to podcasts and it's like a conversation style like this i'm constantly like thinking of like things that i would say if i was actually having the conversation with that person so these episodes are really engaging and thought-provoking for me so that's why i thought it would be fun to see if you guys like it 
And if you do like it and you have a topic recommendation or a request that you want me to talk about, I would love that. I'm always down to hear your ideas and topics, things that you want me to talk about. So feel free to recommend that. You can DM it to me. Like I said, you can just comment it below if you're watching on YouTube, whatever you want to do. And continuing with that, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, comment, like, ring the notification bell. That is really helpful and very supportive to my show. So if you want to show some love, show some support, that would be great. And then you can also show love, show support if you're listening on audio. You can rate my podcast five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's always great and really helpful. But other than that, if you want to follow me on my socials, keep up with the podcast on there. The podcast on TikTok is at Collective Delusion Pod. The account on Instagram is at Collective Delusion Podcast. And then my personal Instagram is at Killnessa with three L's in the kill. So if you want to follow me, go ahead. And like I said, I really enjoyed this episode. It was so much fun. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you guys next week. Mwah!